This is a weekly news update from FCA, Foxborough Cable Access, on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. I'm Dave Eugene. Mansfield police say a suspected repeat drunk driver was arrested with alcohol in his vehicle, including a nip bottle that fell out of his pocket while in custody in the police station. 49-year-old Brian F. Trask of 41 West Street in Foxborough was ordered held in jail after pleading innocent to a third drunk driving offense and related charges. Trask was arrested by Mansfield police for speeding on Route 106 near the Eastern Line at about 2 a.m. last Saturday night. The passenger in the vehicle was not arrested. Police said Trask measured a .10% on the blood alcohol test, which is above the legal limit for alcohol intoxication, and has prior drunk driving arrests in 1995 and 2013. Trask was also charged with driving on a revoked license for drunk driving, driving to endanger, and speeding. Judge Daniel O'Shea in Attleboro District Court said bail at $1,000 and required Trask to be tested by a portable breath tester, or PBT, in his home. Trask is due back in court on January 2nd. Residents from both Foxborough and Mansfield gave state transportation officials an earful last Monday afternoon over nighttime freight train operations on the secondary Framingham rail line that runs through both towns. The tense meeting was facilitated by State Representative Jay Barrows, and the Kennedy Donovan Center on Commercial Street in Foxborough. Residents said freight trains run between 1 a.m. and 6 a.m. and blow their horns and idle for long periods of time, keeping them up at night. Residents estimated that about three trains go by every night. MassDOT purchased the rail line from CSX in 2015, and have been upgrading the tracks for the last six months. James Eng, Deputy Rail Administrator for MassDOT, said CSX still owns the freight train operation and has a right to operate on the line. Eng also said that trains are required by law to blow their horns when they approach grade crossings. And any concerns should be addressed with CSX. Representative Barrow said he would try to get in touch with CSX and hopefully organize a similar meeting. Four people were injured in two separate accidents on Saturday in Foxborough. In the most serious accident, a 35-year-old man who was not identified was seriously injured when his disabled vehicle was struck by an SUV in the northbound breakdown lane on Interstate 95 in Foxborough shortly after midnight, shutting down the highway for a medical helicopter to land. 
State police said the driver of the SUV that struck the disabled 1995 Honda Civic, 27-year-old Anthony DeBurgos of North Providence, was arrested and charged for driving under the influence of alcohol, negligent operation of a motor vehicle, and a marked lanes violation. Foxborough Fire Captain David Laracy said the victim was flown to the Tufts Medical Center in Boston with possible life-threatening injuries. In the other crash, an adult and a young teen suffered serious injuries when the vehicle they were riding struck a utility pole on West Street near the Rentham Line on Saturday morning. Foxborough Fire Captain Edward Noonan said both victims suffered serious injuries and were transported by ambulance to Providence Hospitals. Foxborough town officials, including members of a child sexual abuse committee, testified at the State House on a proposed legislation to broaden mandated reporting of suspected abuse to include a wide range of people who work with children, including volunteer coaches. State Representative Jay Barrows, who filed the bill, met with committee members this week to discuss preparations to testify before the Joint Committee on Children, Families, and Persons with Disabilities. Barrows, who previously filed a bill to expand mandated reporting in Foxborough, said there is ample reason to expect that a wide range of people who deal with children report cases of suspected sexual abuse. The bill is a result of William Sheehan, an alleged pedophile who was accused of sexually assaulting dozens of children in the 1960s and 70s when serving as a schoolteacher, scoutmaster, and swim director at the Cocasset River Park in Foxborough. Massachusetts authorities issued a warrant for Sheehan's arrest on the decades-old charges, but was judged to be suffering from the late stages of Alzheimer's disease and would be unable to stand trial. Foxborough police investigate break-ins at the YMCA. That story coming up next. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... Could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Foxborough police are investigating break ins into cars in the parking lot of the Foxborough YMCA and are asking the public's help to identify the suspects. The break-ins occurred last Wednesday night, and the suspects were seen 
on video surveillance, breaking into at least one vehicle. The video also shows what appears to be a late model white Chevrolet Suburban in the parking lot, two of whom were seen on the video. Police said similar activity has been occurring recently throughout the area in parking lots. Police are warning residents not to leave valuables visible in unattended vehicles. Anyone with information regarding these individuals or the vehicle should contact Foxborough Police Detective Patrick Morrison or Patrolman Stephen Easter at 508-543-1212. The outgoing Attleboro Mayor, Kevin Dumas, said he is hopeful that he will be picked to fill the vacant town manager's job in Mansfield. Dumas is one of three finalists for the job who are slated to be interviewed by the Board of Selectmen this month. The 41-year-old former chief executive of Attleboro said Mansfield is a great town and I believe my experience and skill set will be helpful and is excited at continuing a municipal management career in a town I already know something about. Dumas lost a bid for election to his eighth term in Attleboro on November 7th to State Representative Paul Harrow, a Democrat of Attleboro, by a margin of 54 to 46 percent. His seven terms ranks as the second longest tenure of any mayor in the city's 103-year history. And finally, former New England Patriots head coach Ron Meyer has died. In a statement, Patriots owner Robert Kraft said one of the greatest things Ron did when he was hired in 1982 was to bring us a young coach from his staff at Southern Methodist University named Dante Skarnecchia. Skarnecchia is the current offensive line coach with the Patriots and has been with the team for 32 years. Meyer was named AFC Coach of the Year in 1982, but was in constant conflict with some members of his coaching staff, including defensive coordinator Rod Rust. Meyer was succeeded by Raymond Berry, midway through the 1984 season, who advanced the Patriots to their first Super Bowl a year later. Meyer went on to coach the Indianapolis Colts from 1986 to 1991, where he earned another AFC Coach of the Year honor in 1987. Meyer, a native of Westerville, Ohio, was 76 years old. This has been a weekly news update originating from the studios of Foxborough Cable Access on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. Content taken from various sources, including the Foxborough Reporter and the Sun Chronicle. This is Dave Udine.